Welcome to Table for One with your hosts, Beth Howdyshell. This is the thing, is that I can make anything fun. Alyssa Bell. Just remember I can make anything fun because I'm Beth! <laughs> Hannah Ingram. And I repeat, I am available. <laughs> and Rachel Michel. Boss. So this one will only work if your name fits this pickup line, but it's pretty great. My name may be Joseph, but I still need your help interpreting the dreams I've been having about you. Cheesy Christian pickup line? What is this? That was... Come on. You guys suck. No, Rachel. Your pickup line sucked. Okay, everybody. Get in real here. Grab your box of tissues. Beth, too soon. I haven't even said what's happening. Sorry. Rachel, as you all know, is getting married. I am? So we have to kick her off the podcast. Like, this was something that we decided before we recorded the first one. If someone's getting married, they're getting kicked off. So... Did we not call that it would be Rachel? I think we did. We're like, oh, who's the youngest, Rachel? Who's getting married first, Rachel? Did it happen? Yeah, Yeah. it did. (laughs) Didn't happen yet. So this is the official Kicking Rachel off the podcast. Now just keep crying. Don't bother shopping. Alyssa's moved to New York. She also is leaving the podcast. We're kicking you off! And Beth and I are not continuing the podcast. So this, folks is not only your season finale, it is your series finale. Okay, back in November, we bought Alyssa a Groupon for speed dating for her birthday. And we finally used it. We figured Alyssa would come if Hannah and I went too. And so we went, but we did not allow Rachel to because she was not engaged yet, but dating John. I asked John if I could go. I don't know why he had a problem with it. (laughs) What is wrong with you? That's weird. (laughs) She was kidding. (laughs) But. You were kidding. (laughs) (laughs) She was kidding. Kidding. But we're good friends, so we didn't let her go. So she really wanted to interview us about our speed dating adventure. And uh, But before she does, we are going to listen to a couple of fun clips from our drive into Boston to do the speed dating event. Here they are. Shade! <laughs> we uh, going speed dating! For sure going speed dating. <laughs> for sure going to be late. Yeah. All of those things. 618! Oh, yes! We're going to meet the GPS, We're only three minutes in, walking two blocks late! (laughs) Oh, we have to walk two blocks after? Oh, okay. Well, we are on our way to Boston to go speed dating. Yes, we are. Um, For my birthday, my being Alyssa, um, you gonna want to get over, girl. Yeah, you can get in there. Well, no, I guess you still have a half mile. Ride it, ride it. (laughs) They got me a Groupon for speed dating. So we are going to Christian speed dating for ages 28 to 55. Oh, there's our spot. Tonight. In Boston. Tonight. The only thing is that we are actually out of town for work. So we're driving to Boston from Hartford, Connecticut. So it presents even more complications and more traffic. And today's work day ran late because, you know, we have to prioritize work over speed dating, I guess, for some reason. And so we are cutting it incredibly close. So, I don't know. Pre-speed dating thoughts? Uh, well, I'm fully expecting it to be full of 50-plus-year-olds, and it's going to be creepy and weird. Yeah, that's literally my biggest fear about this thing. Because those are the only men who find me attractive and who want to chat me up slash flirt with me. The one under 50-year-old is going to be 26, and he's going to fall in love with Hannah. Probably okay, true. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. 
probably true. I'm just afraid they're gonna know and I'm imposter. I am an imposter <laughs> and I'm just a baby. <laughs> yeah, technically it's for ages 28 to 55 and Hannah's only 24. Yeah, we didn't know until after we bought the tickets. But their age categories are like very confused. They're like, it's different everywhere but she's out of the age bracket in every case also but that's okay no oh, well one site said 21 plus oh true they also said can i come if i'm outside the age range yes you can take the interchange on the right that's my australian gps do we should we share like our opening lines i don't have an opening line oh the one that we just okay. yeah that we just okay, established yeah, yeah. uh so i'm wearing all black because you know coming in strong and so I'm just gonna say, yeah, I like black and I like murder. Why won't you marry me? It's a good opening line. Yeah. I think it's everything that they need to know. If I threw the dog thing in there, it'd be good, but I, I just don't think it goes as well. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't really fit. Right. I forgot what I was gonna say already. Uh, I might be going on a date tomorrow. I'm Beth. <laughs> oh yeah. Hi, I'm Beth. I might be going on another date tomorrow. And Hannah? You kind of already gave yours yeah, away. Yeah, I'm just hoping they don't find me out. <laughs> if someone asks us how old you are, what are you going to say? Probably younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally planning on asking everyone how old they are. Is that mm -hmm. allowed? It is now. And do you have any children and or grandchildren? <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I'm your daughter's age. That's great. Uh, next. Ring the bell, please. Okay. Real plan of attack if you immediately both of you are like nah we can use the, the carpool car lane yes yes i'm always in the car alone and i can never use it but there's <laughs> more of us and we can totally go faster <laughs> yeah that barely ever happens to me <laughs> oh this is a good day we got very excited about the carpool yep. lane i'm sorry what'd you say if we're not interested i'll just be like hey how about them socks <laughs> that's baseball season right Oh. <laughs> I'm not like actual socks. I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, under the table? Okay, yeah, I like your socks. Weird. <laughs> Hannah doesn't understand sports. <laughs> hey, good sports. How about them sports? How about them sports, huh? You play sports in two? <laughs> Which I saw a video game of people playing soccer. <laughs> they got so many baskets. <laughs> Yo, we're not going any faster than these people in the regular place. Beth, give it time. They're gonna say, give it gas. Beth, <laughs> battle to the metal. Also, like, I don't think my, I did not tell my parents that I was doing I didn't this. Either. <laughs> oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> 617. Yes. <laughs> we are so gonna park before 615. <laughs> yeah, probably not get inside. We'll see how serious they are about this time thing, though. You guys ready to run? I hope you put your running shoes on. Yeah, I'm wearing my running black boots. Running Toms. I can run in Toms. It's like running barefoot. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Boots that I glued together. <laughs> I so badly want Hannah to, like, limp in with a pair of boots that are falling apart. She looks like a homeless person. <laughs> sweating. And all the boys are still like, Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Okay, any other thoughts? Um, Are you guys going to tell anyone about, about the podcast? Oh gosh, that's a good question. No, because then they'll like look it up and then we can't talk about them. We can totally talk about them. If they're listening, it'll be weird. Beth, we have a dozen listeners. <laughs> they'll probably be like, oh my gosh, they talked about me on this podcast. They they're thought really it was so it, weird. They really mean it. <laughs> good, I hope we get hate mail. <laughs> That'd be so exciting. to be famous. That would be really exciting. Um... I mean, I think it could, one of them could be like, what are you doing here tonight? What are you doing? They're speed dating. Well, I mean, like, or like, how did you end up, have you ever done this before? Oh, How did okay. you end up here tonight? Because it could be like, oh, it was a birthday present for my friends. Yeah. They're actually here tonight. We didn't want to leave blah, blah, my blah. friend alone. We thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Like, don't try to murder me or anything like that, because there's other people here who are going home with me. Are we going to record for two hours while we... Drive. I mean, why not? Because then I'll have to listen to it. It'll be funny, though. Oh, my gosh. Because we're funny people. Questions for speed. Oh, you're Googling it. Dating. Just to give us a... I just, like, would have like to have, like, two in my back pocket. Yeah. Okay. That I think are important. article I saw, if you talked about travel, you were more likely to get a date after. Yeah, well, I could be like, right now I don't have any money and I've not gone anywhere. 
that is that attractive? Do <laughs> Do you have any teeth? <laughs> Topics to avoid. <clears throat> oh, this is good. Oh, death. Oh no, listen. What the heck? I'm gonna talk about death. Okay. Who was the most attractive man there, and why? Probably Steven, because he was on the cool hipster side. <laughs> okay. Alyssa, who is the ugliest one there, and why? Uh, Hannah, I'm so impressed that you remembered a name. I will just say that there was, like, two or three people who were my parents' age, and so they were not at all... <laughs> Uh, appealing to me is that is that good but yeah I mean I don't I don't remember names or even specifics wow great good yeah super old what was one thing that you guys really liked about speed dating and one thing that you did not like about speed dating one thing that I really liked was just the fact that there wasn't much pressure because you were just talking to people for a few minutes so even if there like, whether or not there was interest, it was just, like, getting to know people for a few minutes. So it was really fun. Yeah, I'd have to say similar. Like, that was fun to just be like, I'm going to talk to a bunch of people and get to meet a bunch of new people and hear about them. Yeah, I think one of the coolest things was, yeah, just, like, the opportunity to meet so many people in one setting. Um, and because we went to a very specific night of speed dating, I think it was, It was cool walking in, like, kind of knowing slash hoping that there was some Christian groundwork already laid in these people's lives. The male-to-female ratio on the night that we went was pretty skewed. So there were a lot of women and not that many men. So the men met a lot of women, but us women only met a few men. So that was kind of rough. And like I said before, some of them were legitimately, like, in their mid-to-late-50s. And so you take a small pool and then you take those couple of people out and the pool is extremely small of eligible men. I think maybe the most inconvenient part was that the closest Christians be dating was in Boston and we lived two hours away. So there had to be like a lot of interest for it to have turned into anything. But we are all married, so I guess that worked out. The thing for me that was, I mean, those two things are legitimate too, but to have something different. They had this rating system at the end where you put one, two, or three. So there were only three options. And it was like, I'm super interested in dating this person, like a relationship. I would like to still be friends, but I'm not interested. And definitely not, don't put me in touch with them. And like, I just felt like there was a little bit, that was like two... Big gap between those. Yeah, big gap between those, you know, because of how short a time you're spending with them at the speed dating event. Got anything else for us? I do. What was the actual night of speed dating called? (laughs) Or the description. It was a description. Gospel with a twist was the theme. (laughs) Yeah. I think the best part of the evening was actually when we walked across the street afterwards and got milkshakes. That was a good Mm. part. And fries. Ugh. Jealous. (laughs) Is there any, like, funny stories or, like, a weird thing that happened? Alyssa? Oh, yeah, you're... you're... So, the first guy that, like, I sat down to talk with, we started talking about where we were from and all that kind of stuff, and literally we went to the same summer camp. It was crazy. And it's not, like, it was not a big place. So it was really weird. I think the best story I had was one guy who's like, so what? He was very forward. He's like, what are you looking for in a relationship? He was like, uh, someone who's like consistent, someone who likes adventure, someone who's not lactose intolerant. And he's like, oh, I'm three for three. <laughs> I was like, all right. Beth or Alyssa, did you either mention pets or were like pets brought up? For you, non-pets. For Alyssa, obviously, pet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it actually came up in any of my conversations. Um, yeah, I, this is gonna shock you, but I don't actually know if it really came up in any of my conversations. Seriously? You didn't talk about Olive? 
I well, literally, you have like six minutes with somebody. So mostly, it's like, what do you do? Oh, that's cool. Where are you from? Oh, that's cool. Oh, good to meet you. Oh, listen. Normally, um, you're like, what did I do? I live with my dog, and well, I'm a dog I do mom. Think that probably a couple of people brought up like, well, what do you do in your spare time? And I think I probably did talk about my dog. Okay. The biggest like obstacle for us walking away from that night with dates was the fact that we lived so far away yeah. from there. People would be like, oh, where do you live? And I I was in a very unique situation because I was like, well, currently New Hampshire, but I'm about to move to Albany, New York. And they're like, oh, it's like four hours away from here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm worth it. <laughs> That's what you should have said. Did you talk about water or ice cream, Hannah? I definitely talked about ice cream. I don't know if I talked about water. Did you guys get any dates from your speed dating event? Well, so first of all, how they matched you was like, based on that rating system, if the other person put either one or two, which was like, I'm definitely interested in dating them or I want to be friends, then they would send your contact info to each other. And it was worded very vaguely in all of our emails that were like, this person's interested in staying in contact or something. And so we were like, oh, maybe it's, we don't know what number. But then our friend who came with us, another one, uh, she actually had several men interested and she, it was, it was broken out into this person thinks you're hot and these people want to be your friend. So apparently no one thought we were hot. No, but the best thing was that all of us <laughs> came back as, like, being friends with that one guy. With Anthony. Anthony. Uh, yeah. Anthony, uh, Anthony wanted to be friends with all of us. It was amazing. It's because we all put that for him. We're like, we'd all be friends with Anthony. Yeah, it's true. It was just funny. It was a good time. We recommend it. Yeah. All right. On to our salad. <laughs> Our salad today, it might be a cherry coke salad, but we are going to focus on Rachel here for a little bit because she's getting married and has the most relationship experience of all of us at 19. Kick her off! What? Sorry? I'm not 19. I know. <laughs> Rude person, you're supposed to say Oh, that. okay! <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm not, like, there's, what? <laughs> Okay, so Rachel, here's the salad-y part of the salad. Has the podcast or the experience of making the podcast helped you in your relationship with John at all? And if so, how so? Um, I think, yeah, in some aspects it has helped, like, it, I think, helped me to be, like, goofier and be, like, that's fine to, like, be yourself and be stupid in front of other people laughing on the couch about ridiculous things like Alyssa and Beth Don't do. bring it up! Cadaver <laughs> <laughs> well, butt hair! So, Rachel, anything else that you've learned or that has been helpful to you in your relationship doing the podcast? Yeah, I mean, I am going to cheat a little, and I don't know if it was, like, necessarily from the podcast, but just, like, from looking at, like, singleness stuff through the podcast and, like, just talking and goofing around with you guys, just, like, realizing things about being single, like, growing myself a lot more before I went into a relationship, like, on a personal level, that has been very helpful. So, I have a couple of questions, actually, for Alyssa, Hannah, and myself to answer about Rachel as we, oh. as we say farewell. Wait, who's Rachel? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think she was on the podcast before she got married. Maybe. Oh, the person? Oh, okay. Mm. Wait, who are you? You're irrelevant because you don't have a podcast anymore. Ooh. Oh, let the tears begin. So these could be goofy or for real, but what is your favorite thing that Rachel has contributed to the podcast over the time that we've 
recorded. I mean, I would say all the rated R for Rachel comments have definitely brought me joy, even though I've had to cut them out. I think the comment you made the first episode about I have to be the funny one has been very consistently quoted from then on, so that's been pretty great. Like, even by our friends, we'll quote it to my face, and it makes me laugh so much. <laughs> yeah. That was a good way to, to start. I think it's just been cool because, Rachel, you've actually, like, walked the whole journey through the time that we've recorded this podcast from being single and only 19, you rude person. Oh my and, gosh! And then, like, to we're looking towards you getting married. That's crazy. So I think that's probably just been the coolest thing. And then be able to hear the things that you've been learning along the way because we were intentionally talking about all of it. Yeah. All right. Each of us are going to give... This is actually for John, but we're going to note one... one I, I, I categorized these. One, watch out. And one, just you wait. Uh, for John, as he... When they get married and she moves in with him, something about living with Rachel or being in constant uh, daily interaction with her. Keep it clean, ladies. Something to watch out for and then something that he's going to love, but preferably things that we don't think he maybe realizes the weight of yet. Please don't listen to this, John. Beth, you used the word weight to describe something that he might not know and I... I think I would take that literally because uh, with Rachel's cooking, especially with her baking, he's... <laughs> I was just going to say he's going to gain weight. <laughs> Wait, literally, I get it. But I mean, with all that banana bread, who cannot? This leads into my watch out, which... John, if she doesn't make the banana bread right away, you're going to have teriyaki bananas in the fridge. So just put those bananas in something to catch their nast that they might become. It yeah. was one time, okay? One time! Teriyaki bananas are when you have frozen bananas that somehow well frozen turn into a soup. But they were in the fridge. <laughs> oh, that was the issue. Yeah, they, I put them in the fridge because I needed them to be defrosted, but then I waited, like, a day more than I normally do, mm. so... It was, like, two weeks longer than they should have okay, been Okay, you know what? So watch out for that, John. But on the other hand, I'm assuming she's stealing this piano that is hers and bringing it to your house, and it's awesome to just walk into your house and have Rachel play on the piano. Hannah plays it, like, way more than I do. Shut up, I'm, this is for John. <laughs> yeah, John, I'm not gonna just be sitting in your house playing piano, that's weird. Okay, the watch out, I think you know this, but like, I don't know if, if you fully understand the extent to how Rachel's material possessions get spread out everywhere. So I'm just saying, you got a lot of county space in your kitchen. Expect like 10% to be accessible on a regular basis. And usually it will be like jackets and things, not necessarily kitchen items that are on the counter. Yeah, like the things that came out of her trunk from who knows when. I mean, it's really not that bad. It's once in a while. It takes over, and then I put it in Rachel's room. Something to look forward to. One, her lamp collection that she's going to bring with her. Mm -hmm. Amen. And then two, serious answer, just her desire to have real conversations and ask questions and be willing to listen about what's going on. He can no. also look forward to, and he kind of probably knows this a little bit, but once we get married, it will be all the snuggles. But I was going to say, just your level of intense need for physical affection. Just you wait, John. <laughs> I'm sure at some point it'll stop being <laughs> yeah, I reached that point two years ago. <laughs> All right. Last question for Rachel. As you walk away from the podcast, what about the podcast are you going to miss the most? I think, like, just kind of... All four of us, like, being ridiculous together. I mean, that will still happen, like, when we get together, which will be less often. Yeah. Just, like, I don't know, this is gonna sound stupid, but, like, bickering about little dumb things, like, when I'm serious, that I don't talk up as much, and when I laugh, 
that it's way too obnoxiously loud. And, like, oh my gosh, Olive just clicks around everywhere. We're gonna hear that. And, like, someone's eating crunchy food, which happens on a regular basis. <laughs> and Beth and Alyssa, stop laughing. Yeah, and then, like, couch. Beth and Alyssa, okay, please stop laughing about the cadaver butt hair. It's been, it's like, 20 minutes. Funny. It's been 20 minutes, and you guys are still crying. And me and Hannah have already, like, moved on to other parts of the house. (laughs) Us fighting about where people sit so that you can hear the recordings. (laughs) The ums and the ah, ah, noises, the ooh. I will not miss any of that because I have to cut it all out. It's okay, we'll miss making them. I'll miss thinking about how many times I say, like, um, or, like, do a ridiculous thing. Or just start singing a song randomly, like, and thinking about that it's gonna be recorded. Well, we're gonna move on to our meat and potatoes. So, I have some questions for all of us to answer as we finish out our time with table for one some of them are funnier or shorter kind of answers than others here they are we need to start with a relationship status update rachel still engaged phew we almost ended this podcast for nothing (laughs) hannah single beth still nobody 35 and single. I am entering the sixth year of my relationship with Olive. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're entering a relationship? <laughs> what, for each of you, was your favorite episode? Or at least favorite, like, element of an episode, perhaps? I still feel like my favorite episode is honestly our first one. Just because of how, like, ridiculous we were. Yeah, the first one was really fun, because at that point, yeah, it was like a joke coming to light. <laughs> I really enjoyed our our interview episodes, uh, particularly with the Johnsons and with the Horns. It, they were just really fun, being able to bring more people into it and hear their stories and like just different kinds of things that happen in different people's relationships. I also loved playing Red Flag. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) That was good. That was hilarious. But uh, apart from Red Flags, I would say uh, also that episode one was probably my favorite episode. And I think it's just because it had so many little snippets that we hearkened back to the entire time. Whether it was our top five or making fun of how young Rachel was. I think it was just, it was, they were things that we revisited a million times. And so that made them fun and memorable. What was your biggest takeaway from doing the podcast? Something that maybe somebody said on the podcast that you're like, oh, that's a really good principle I learned about friendship or relationships or being single as a result of doing the podcast. Okay, one of my biggest takeaways is like your recorded voice, you hate it less the more you hear it. Still weird, but not like terrifying like it was the first time. That is true. You're right. Yeah. I think my other more serious takeaway is it's not like a succinct thought, but basically it's just been really neat to hear a lot of different people's perspectives on relationships and dating as we've talked to our millions of listeners and each other. I think probably my biggest takeaway wasn't even actually from the actual podcast, like our process of recording and all of that kind of thing. But I think it was just the fact that I think it just spoke to the power that lies in creating community around a thing, even if it's around a silly thing like being single, because really the coolest parts came from all of the conversations that happened. Some of them were recorded. Some of them weren't recorded. Some of them were even way before we talked about the idea of doing a podcast. But just how, like, liberating and life-giving it can be to walk through those things with other people and not just keep it as 
thing that you yourself are are dealing with experiencing alone okay actual answer is yeah I think like being more open about talking about like the nitty-gritty of like singleness and like being in a relationship um like just with our friends like it's opened up a lot of conversations and a lot of questions that you wouldn't really normally ask and I've got to hear like a lot of different stories even necessarily from people that I haven't specifically asked the question to but they've been like, oh, you talked about this. I've experienced it like this. Just like people saying their stories have been cool to hear. I have really enjoyed the fact that we have a podcast has, has been able to start some fun conversations. And actually, this is probably actually my favorite episode is when we did the one on uh, guys or girls initiating. And we talked to the, uh, everybody from Living Waters my best friend, John. <clears throat> yes, and it was super fun because we just were like, hey, can we ask you some questions for our podcast? And they were like, oh, cool. And then we just like, we struck up like a friendship with them just because of that conversation. But it also was like stimulating conversation about the initiative piece. And that was actually kind of like kind of eye opening a little bit for me, too. Like it was a good it was a good subject, which leads into my next question. Your voice got real jazzy there. <laughs> real jazzy. Has your opinion on anything singleness, relationship, friendship-wise uh, changed as a result of the podcast? And I would say I maybe shifted a little bit on, on that idea of initiative. I like the idea of a guy leading and taking initiative because there's something to being pursued as a person, but also that means kind of the other side too, like thinking about particular people, particular guys, and even kind of where culture's at and stuff, that it might not be a sign of his inability to lead that he's not taking initiative. So starting up a conversation or even maybe like being like, hey, can we, we should hang out, isn't necessarily like a, an indication that he's, you know, incapable of leading or not interested. I guess in the couple of years that we've done the podcast, I Alyssa mentioned this in her little snippet on the last episode, but I'm not saying that relationships aren't complicated because I think they are very complicated and I think marriage has some really hard parts to it, but I do think that dating and getting to know people really doesn't have to be as complicated as we sometimes make it out to be, um, and that it can be really simple and fun and it's okay to be open with people and just, yeah, figure it out as you go. Yeah, I would say pretty similarly that probably the biggest thing for me has actually been that in having these conversations with other people and even just with our with us, it's been a really good opportunity just to kind of evaluate, like, why does dating seem like such a big deal? And is it actually really that big of a deal? Now, relationships, those are a really big deal. But getting to know people initially, like, is should it... Should it be as crazy of a thing as we make it? And so I think probably it's just kind of stripped away some of the fear and the weirdness from those things. And it's probably made me more open to, if the opportunity presents itself, which it hasn't, uh, to maybe even like consider going out one time with someone who I wasn't necessarily like, hmm, I can see myself marrying that person. <laughs> just to see like what happens Rachel? I think not necessarily that my opinion has really changed on it but the maybe the biggest thing that I like realized is that a lot of people like view singleness as a bad thing when it doesn't really have to be these are the fun questions. I have two fun questions. What is one reason that all the all the men out there should be asking out your fellow co-hosts here? Sorry, Rachel. You don't you can answer this, but we're not gonna answer it for you. Because you already got John. John, you should take her out because you love her. That is a good reason. 
John, you should take Rachel out because it's fun to go out even after you're together. So we actually are answering for Rachel. You should date Beth because Beth can make everything fun because she's Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa makes really good food. Like, constantly. It's not like she can make good food, like, every once in a while. It's like you wake up to the smell of sweet potatoes being fried in the morning. Mm. True. Something that all you single men are missing out by not dating Beth is, like, her willingness to try anything. She can make a lot of things fun. Um, and also just her desire to learn more about different people and different personalities and to like get new information so she can better take care of people including you all you guys out there you should ask hannah out because she's great i'll give you a second reason in a moment but you're probably going to get a yes because she likes to get to know people and that's always a nice thing not to get rejected but hannah also actually loves to make everything fun and is up for new adventures and so you almost can't go wrong. You could go wrong, I guess, uh, with a date with her. But um, if you can make it fun, then she will have fun. Like, if you're determined that you guys are going to have fun, it will be fun. And she genuinely cares about people and about the people she's spending time with. And so she will be attentive to you and who you are. And that will probably not go away if you continue to go out with her. And Alyssa... Okay, my 30 and over guys, ask Alyssa out because she will make you laugh all the time. She's so funny. No, I was going to say that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, humor on point. And cooking, that's also up there. Mm -hmm. And she's so good at what she does, whether that's her job or, like, hosting people or planning an event. Like, it's... Yeah, it's kind of like, it will automatically go well if Alyssa's around. Alyssa's reaction to that, her <laughs> face was so amazing. Thank you so much for just telling everyone about how funny I am, and establishing that I am funnier than Rachel, I assume. Yeah, jerk. Conversation happening. <laughs> they have spoken, Rachel. They have spoken. So, you should definitely go out with Hannah, because uh -huh. this is like my go-to about Hannah. But she's just, like, super easygoing and go with the flow. And I really think that she would have fun doing whatever it was that you were going to do. As long as you actually really wanted to spend time with her. Uh, and I assume that if you were asking her out on a date, you would actually want to be spending time with her. But I also think, like, you should ask Hannah out because she is just such a kind person. Uh, and she genuinely, I mean, she's going to, if she's on a date with you, she's going to be all there. So she will look you in the eye. She will listen to what you're saying. If you got good and eyes. And if you've got good hair, she's going to be interested. Um, you should go out with Beth because Beth is, <laughs> I can't I'm going to say this, it sounds bad. A woman of passion is <laughs> Yeah, she is. Yeah. A woman of passion. You have to say that like Antonio Banderas or something would say it. Um, but Beth is just like, she is passionate about what she does. She's passionate about how she loves people. She's passionate about living life and having fun. And she really can make a lot of things fun. So if you take Beth out, you're going to have a good time. All right. Last question before dessert, because that's important. But along with, like, why our, our guy listeners or their friends should uh, ask our, our co-hosts out, what type of man should ask out your co-hosts? I would say, John, Brian John Rizzi II, you should go out with Rachel, if that's your name. What, okay, so what kind of guy? What kind of guy? Do you think would be ideal? Yeah. So this can be a collaboration. Uh, if we all want to decide, hey, this is Hannah's man, this is Alyssa's man, we can we can work as a team. So Alyssa's man would really be missing out if he didn't appreciate good food. That's true. 
And he's got to be like a little bit, a little bit crunchy at least. Because mm -hmm. she's pretty crunchy. You better love Olive. And he needs to recycle. Mm. But like, I think an, an actually important thing is like, if you have a heart for ministry, whether that's in a ministry job or a secular job, but you are just using it as a platform for loving God and loving others, Alyssa will dig that. Yes. And you, you can't hate John Mark McMillan. <laughs> you guys are, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> This person is out there. They need to get in touch. Are you listening? And uh, if you identify as an Enneagram 4, she'll be <laughs> into you. <laughs> Wait, but you missed about the dad bod. Oh, oh yeah, dad, dad bod. If, if you currently are slim and trim, <laughs> start working forget out. it. Yeah, start on working out. Fill out that little belly there. All right, for Hannah, you're going to need to be pretty principled. And consistent. You could just have a pretty prince that works too. <laughs> you could also be a prince. No, we get to decide this. So you at the same time, you can't be super rigid. Right. Adventurous. Or at least like willing to go on adventures. Yeah, willing, yeah. You should definitely have good hair. Yes. And drink a lot of water. It's okay. You can be you can get along with Hannah and not drink a lot of water. Barely, Beth. Hydrate or dihydrate. Uh, you're gonna have to have some understanding of the English language and grammar and be able to write it to some degree. Or be able to take lots of abuse. Not abuse. Uh, <laughs> uh, abuse no. might be the right word. <laughs> yeah, abuse. Lots of criticism about it. But there's an, there's an element of intelligence that needs to be there. A, not element. You can't be stupid. If you give the illusion of intelligence, <laughs> At least have the illusion of intelligence. Be goofy, because it's fun. Like, principled and living by those principles, but not so, not like legalistic and rigid where you, like, can't, I don't know, live. Yeah, Mr. Man, you sound great. Okay, someone would be great for Beth, so this is, if this is you, Beth's number is 744-6044. I only know her work number. <laughs> someone for Beth needs to love other love people and if they don't love people at least tolerate people because they're going to be around all the time and then on like a spiritual level obviously they have to love jesus but if they could articulate it and like question it and like study the bible hardcore that would be good you should do those things <laughs> And talk to my friend Beth. I also think a guy for Beth needs to... He needs to be, like, pretty go with the flow. Listen, Beth's a strong, independent woman. She knows what she wants. We need to be able to respect that, but also be someone who's not afraid of, like, entering into a conversation if there's disagreement. Because Beth's not either. I guess someone who's not afraid of communication. Open, clear communication. You have to like board games and learn how to work on house stuff. Or know how to. Be a contractor, maybe. That would be good. I would not be sad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Make her laugh when she's stressed out. Yes, please. Play the piano, but not the drums because she's too competitive. So, like, you can't keep a beat on the piano at all, because that could also count as playing the drums. <laughs> it is a percussion instrument, technically. Yes, no, please have rhythm <laughs> if you play the piano. Maybe be a good shopper and make Beth wear dresses. Yes. No, do that's, it, we dare you! That is definitely a necessity. Learn how to shop for clothes for her. Wow, we're making you sound like a hobo or something. <laughs> Hashtag why I'm still single! That don't tell how but she's actually hope. Alrighty, it is time for the last dessert. It's a final dessert time! Da -da -da -da. That was almost the right 
like awesome. yeah i actually really? no i uh, thought that one out before i did it that was yeah that was pretty good like uh, all of my other songs <laughs> you may submit some of your favorite desserts since the last time that we recorded you may also submit favorite desserts of all time you may also submit your phone numbers if you want to date any of these ladies. So I'll just start. Today, my roommates took me out for my birthday, and we went to Ilsley's, which, probably on another podcast... Definitely. You talked about it for five minutes. ...was noted. Yeah, that, the oatmeal one. Yes! It's so yeah. good. And this year, they have a 30-flavor challenge. If you try all 30 of their flavors, you get a t-shirt. So we started today. You can only try two every time you go. But it's going to be bad because I'm going to want the oatmeal and two other flavors every time. Because I just love the brown sugar oatmeal because it's literally the best ice cream I've ever eaten. But all of Ilsley's is good. So that's going to submit as this week's dessert and the best dessert of all time because yum. A dessert that I really love and that we had a version of at camp is... Angel food cake with sugar, strawberries, and whipped cream, and vanilla ice cream in an ideal situation. I really want that right now. So basically, like strawberry shortcake. Yes. Yeah, shortcake's good too. We just always did it with angel food cake growing up. Yeah, I always like it with angel food cake more. It soaks it in. This um this Saturday I went to. The farmer's market in Troy, New York, with some people, and it was so cute and so cozy, and there was so much good food there. So um, we got brunch at a place called the Whistling Kettle, and they had crepes. Mm. So I had a crepe. It was a savory crepe, so I guess that doesn't count as dessert, but they had sweet crepes, and I, I went with the savory one. But then I got a gluten-free chocolate chip cookie from one of the vendors and it was delicious not the best dessert i've ever eaten but it was the most recent did i talk about the crepe that i had in the in the denver airport it would have been for the previous one but it was so good it was stupid because it was just this crepe place in the denver airport but it was like this cinnamon crepe and it was really good that was good too okay moving on I feel like there's, like, been better desserts than what I'm going to share since the last time we recorded, but I don't... I don't know. Yeah, okay, I have a problem with Rice Krispie treats, <laughs> and, like, so much so to the fact that the girl that I am training at work right now saw me eat probably, like, way too many Rice Krispie treats the first time we made them, and we made them again this weekend. And when I got in in the morning, she told me where the Rice Krispie treats were so I could, eat, like, devour all of them immediately. And I ate one at, like, I think it was, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's not too early. Yeah, Rice Krispies is also a studio, so it's basically uh, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, but look, I ate more than one that early. <laughs> and I just uh, had, what, like, three... Just now, yeah. Right now. That's true. Yeah. So if you hear chomping, that was Rachel on her Rice Krispies. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Guys, is that all the dessert? Yeah. All right, everybody, since Rachel's getting kicked off, and we mean kicked off for the remaining two seconds of this podcast, Rachel, please give us your final. Hasta bye-bye, you old hags and young hag. <laughs> and it's time for the rest of us to leave you, too. Hasta la bye bye. I thought you were going to talk about our spin off podcast, Table for Bun, that we're starting. Breakfast food. Oh, yeah. For bun. Cinnamon bun, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> oh, my doodle rises from the couch. Question. How much alcohol am I allowed to drink <laughs> Before or after? Both. <laughs> oh, I'm driving. <clears throat> That's okay. Hannah can drive us home. Ooh, good call. Shawty! Shawty! <laughs> this is him. I'm being Rachel. Alright, last thing, Rachel. Don't put that in your mouth. <laughs>
this question's for you. I took Tylenol. <laughs> we can't put this on. My parents will be so ashamed. Mark, bye. I am 35. I can run for the president of the United States of America. Bless it, Alyssa. God bless you and God bless America. Uncomfortable. <laughs>